0: Welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert Dr. Tom Vergas as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. My name is Tom Vergas. I'm joined by Dr. Jürgen Strauss.
0: Hi Tom, how are you? Terrific, thanks. Jürgen, you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm excited to... Talk about today's episode, which is?
1: Which is Laying the Foundations for International Conference Success. Mm. That's a long-winded That's title. a long-winded title. I think it's yeah, probably what, one of the longest titles we've had. Could be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do you mean by laying the foundations? So this was prompted by a conference I spoke at, earlier this week so i was up in sydney at a conference and there were 400 people there from 35 different countries mm,
0: it's diverse, yeah,
1: diverse very audience. diverse there are people mm. from all over the world mm. and they worked in a particular industry and they'd come together uh for this meeting is something which they hold every two years mm-hmm. and the conference runs for a week right so it's intense yeah uh, not only have people traveled from far to be here, and they're all professionals, mm. but the week consists of keynote presentations, uh, plenaries, workshops, mm. social events, strategy meetings. Mm. Like it's a very right. intense yeah. week. Yeah. Okay. And inevitably, in that week, you are constantly interacting with people from different cultures. Mm. So the organizing committee of this conference reached out to me last year, and it, I'm not quite sure where the idea came from, but they was they were talking to me about coming and talking to the delegates around unconscious bias and cultural intelligence. Mm. Okay, because one of the people in the found in the committee had done some work with me prior. Yeah, so she was aware of unconscious bias. And so she was the one who suggested to the committee. And when they reached out to me, they said, can you talk to us about unconscious bias, specifically around cross-cultural interactions? I said, oh, sure, mm-hmm. able to do that. And um, it was a 90-minute keynote presentation with a number of different activities the feedback was actually fantastic if i may say so myself mm. because people found it extremely valuable
0: mm. and this was the opening keynote i the think
1: the opening keynote yeah so it was day 1 opening keynote first first uh, cab of the rank apart from the welcome yeah, the, yeah. the welcome to country the president of the Society talked, welcomed everybody, but then I was the, you know, Mm. straight on. And I laid the foundation. So this is what bias is. This is the different types of common biases that occur when we're dealing with people of different cultures, how it gets in the way, some of the things that trip us up. And um, so, for instance, I shared with them a story because this conference was really for people who are are youth, right? So Mm -hmm. youth defined as under 40. So uh, I said to them, well, let me share with you a story from my youth. Hmm. I told them the story of when I first came to Australia many years ago, my very first job in the summer was selling encyclopedias door-to-door. Yeah. Okay? I had to ask the team, the group, if they knew what encyclopedias were. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I was saying how in my first month of selling encyclopedias, I actually sold absolutely nothing. I went to my manager at that time, Mr. Ian McLaren, and I said to him, Mr. McLaren, please help me. Mm. I'm trying everything. Nothing is working. Yeah. And uh, he said to me, well, Tom, here's what I'd like you to do. Put your hand out. Give me a good, firm handshake, and look at me in the eye. Mm. Okay? Good, firm handshake, look at me in the eye. Because in Australia, obviously, yeah. those things are important, right? Mm. They demonstrate trust, respect, mm. sincerity. Now, having come from Malaysia, mm. I used to shake hands the Malaysian way, which is mm. very soft, mm. very gentle. And, of course, you avert your gaze. Mm. Because in Malaysia, those things demonstrate trust, trust. sincerity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, same things, but just completely two different behaviors. Mm. Um so when I told the story, I said, like, he was, in fact, my first cross-cultural coach, and it probably was a cross-cultural coach without even knowing about yeah, him yeah. At that at that <laughs> time. During the coffee break, I had three different people who came up to me and said, gosh, that story hmm. really triggered my thinking. Hmm. Two of them came up to me and said, That's exactly what I do when I'm shaking hands with somebody with a soft handshake. I have a bias about it. Mm. I judge them, right? There's Mm. a judgment that occurs with it. That's right. And I discard what they're saying. In fact
0: in fact, people in the West have tell stories like that. So you know. Indeed. You can't trust someone with a a weak hand, yeah, fishy, fishy
1: hand soak, I think is the term. exactly. And then the third individual was someone who came, uh, who was of uh, Asian descent, who came up and said, wow, I never realized that. Hmm. Like, that was so useful, right? So... I share that story because you think about at a conference that goes for all week the first fundamentals of just purely shaking hands mm. how we get our impressions right you know, we that first eight seconds we're forming we're trying to work out who is this individual how mm. do I interact with them etc and those are all our biases. Yeah that come into play. And of course, as you know, Jürgen, once I have a bias, I'm looking for evidence to support my bias, confirmation mm-hmm. bias. And so I think that is an example of numerous other stories that, that I used in there, which was, I think people found really useful because that was being the ongoing um, response from from the team. So it had me thinking, we should actually do that at every conference. Mm. You know, at every international conference, we, we should do that. I mean, given the fact that I've been working in the field now for nearly 30 years, it's taken me this long just mm. to kind of suddenly realize that, which just goes to show how you never stop, stop learning. learning. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: it was interesting. I was at a conference this week too, uh-huh. a couple of days, and yep. and there were presenters there from... So this was in Melbourne. Uh, yep. There were presenters there from the UK, from Sweden, from the U- United States, from Canada, okay. from Mexico, so all around the world. And several of the presenters uh, actually commented on our toilet paper shortage oh, that yes. we're having right yes, now and, yes. and and made comment that had me reflecting a little bit as, I wonder if there's a cultural thing They're involved in why? why, I mean, I don't understand it myself. Living here, yeah. Why? Why is the first thing when people fear that they might be um, stuck in their homes for a couple of weeks? Why is the first thing they think of buying and stocking up on toilet paper? But there it is. That's what's happened, and and it was interesting that that. you know, the speakers from different locations said, well, I don't understand that. Yes,
1: (laughs) it is interesting because I used that as well in my opening. Mm. I talked about the fact that I welcomed all the international Visitors, yep. and guests to the to the country, uh, because the conference was in Sydney, and uh, and I said, I hope you brought your own toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, in other countries, people stock up food, yeah, water, yeah. medication, yeah, yeah. but not here in Australia. <laughs> I said, well, what does that tell you about Australian culture? Well, there you go. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah. So I think international conferences setting setting them up for success with talking about those unconscious biases. And I think even even, even just different communication styles because mm. a lot of the things in conferences are, you know, a lot of the value of those conferences are the relationships that are established through pe- meeting new people. Absolutely. And, and that relies on communication and being able to communicate well. Absolutely. So I know for me, it, I find it a little hard to go and talk to strangers, right. particularly if it's a group of strangers that are already in conversation. Yep. And yep. I kind of feel... And, and, that, it's and hard that's hard to a, break in. It's hard to break in because it's rude. So, and that's that's a kind of a cultural belief Yep, in a way. So even little things like that, helping people understand how, you know, what are the norms in different countries of making that first connection or that yep. first
1: approach. And, yep. Hmm. Yep. No, I think you, you huge that's, value. That's a good point. Yeah. So anyway, it was a good. It was a great learning for me, and uh, you know, again, just you think about, gosh, you know how silly you've been in the past, not kind of realizing that. But mm. uh, and so, really, all credit to that organizing committee uh who were smart enough to think about it and actually this one particular young woman Hmm. who was the one who prompted the thinking uh, and actually then action it and from all accounts the conference has been a huge success. Mm. And because people have been able to talk about the biases. Yeah. Right, they've been able because you know, once you give it label mm. and you give it some wording, people have been able to actually recognize it and talk about it. Mm. And therefore have has that has made it much, much more
0: uh, acceptable. Yeah. And also it's given permission to talk about things like, oh, I see you, you do the that sort of handshake yes, as opposed to yes, this one, this right? One, yeah. and, and why and, do you do that? Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: And why do you do this?
0: Mm. And immediately there's a connection. Indeed. Mm. Great. All right. And you're available to do that keynote speech for any conference. Absolutely.
1: Right? <laughs> Just call, it will be there. <laughs> even remote conferences even now, remote. given
0: given the situation
1: that we're in right now. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. So definitely, definitely. I think I think there's going to be def- there, definitely more remote conferences, mm. uh, given that you know, the travel restrictions are in place, because people still need to get together. People still need That's to share right. ideas.
0: Yeah. We can't stop living, can we? That's right. We stop That's working. Right. Yeah. Mm.
1: So all right. So what's the takeaway for our listener today? I think the takeaway is really. Think of the biases we have whenever we go to any conference. Mm. To your point, Juergen, you Mm. were at a conference. You know, like, how do I actually meet people? Mm. How do I interact? What are some of the reactions I get from people? What are some of the biases? As we know, we Mm. carry our biases with us. Uh, You know, how do we challenge uh, some of those biases so that we make the most of those conferences? Mm. Great. Thanks, Tom. Great. Thanks, Juergen. See you next time. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.